Before we get started in this episode, just a quick little disclaimer for everyone watching. So um, the missionary we have in today is a missionary in the Middle East. So the reason there is no video is because A, we cannot show their face for security reasons. The government will literally track them down. Um, and the audio is not that great because we had to go through a very secure way to talk. We couldn't use FaceTime or WhatsApp or anything generic. We had to use something secure. With that in mind, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It was a whole lot of fun to talk about missions, and I hope you guys learned something. Hello? Yeah. BP Youth. Hello. That's, the, that's, it, that's what it's called, by the way, BP Youth. Um, the podcast is called Real Real Talk. What? No. Ooh. BP. BP? Re- no. No. Okay, whatever. Real Talk. Yes. Real Talk is what it's called, though. Real Talk. Yeah, right. come on. But basically, everyone, this is a missionary from the Middle East. But this is a very special episode of the podcast because... Can I give you a fake name? Is that allowed? My what? Can I, can I give you a fake name? Yeah. Okay. As long as it doesn't, like, sound like anything like my name. Like your actual name? It has to be, like, completely different? Okay. How about... Yeah, give me something dumb. How about we name you... Dude, I don't know. Glen... Glenifer. Like, the <laughs> lake. There's a Canadian lake called Glenifer Lake. I like that. There's not a Canadian lake called Glenifer? Yeah, Glenifer. It's like... It's like Jennifer and whatever the other name yep glenn you okay that's that's the worst okay glennifer is glennifer you're a missionary right yes how how glennifer, long glennifer glennifer yeah how long how long have you been a missionary for glennifer so i grew up on the mission field so it's been almost 20 years but my parents have been missionaries for 30 years wow that's a long time Honestly, it's longer than some people that are listening have been alive. Think think about that for a second. You've been you've been in missions longer than most people listening have been alive. So, Glennifer, you're missionary in the Middle East. I got I got lots of questions, okay? The people the people yes, wanna ma'am. know. The people wanna know. Hmm. First question. Mm-hmm. First question. What's the bathroom situation like in the Middle East? <laughs> they wanna know. They want to know. So uh, basically, you have to go outside and hope that you don't step on like a buried bomb. Just kidding. Bad joke. Bad joke. Bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bad joke. Okay, reel back in. Bathroom situation. You have about a fifty percent chance of getting like a porcelain toilet. Okay. Um, it depends on where you are. Most of the time, it's like a squatty potty. Sometimes hole in the ground. Um, in my old house, we used to have a squatty potty and like a snake lived in the squatty potty and it's now house. And so it can be really sketchy. So using the bathroom is kind of sketchy, but yeah, porcelain toilets, squatty potties. It depends. Glennifer. I I almost used your real name. This is so funny. It's okay. I'll make sure (laughs) the government finds you. Okay. Glennifer. Uh Glennifer. Yeah. What's up? Glennifer. What, listening. <laughs> what would you say has been the hardest part of being a missionary? So for me, the hardest part about growing up in missions was probably the like post-traumatic stress disorder part of it that I struggled with. And I kind of only realized this recently 
um, because there was a lot of like repression of memories and trauma and feelings. And so when I kind of start to uncover those, a lot of a lot of that came up and it actually became really heavy on my mind just all the time, like having that fight or flight kind of um, idea in your head. Yeah. And you're so observant in a sense. A lot of people will be like, oh my gosh, you're so observant, like as a compliment. But it's not really a compliment because <laughs> it comes from a place of constantly having to watch your back. Yeah. Um, and also knowing what happens when you don't watch your back. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit scary. And so going into different countries, like when I was in the US for three months, it was really weird because um, at first I was constantly watching my back and then it kind of got to a point where I received some healing and um, went to some like trauma therapy. But then when I, when I was on my way home to, I almost said where I live, to where I live in the <laughs> Middle East. <laughs> I was like, too, whoops, <laughs> to where I live in the Middle East. I was sitting on an airplane in Chicago and I was kind of worried. I was like, oh no, like what if I can't watch out for myself anymore? But then as soon as I got here, it like immediately just slipped back into that like fight or flight, kind yeah. of being super observant thing. But it is really hard because you do, um, I think growing up is hard in general. But you do, you grow up really quickly because of trauma and because of things that you see that you're not supposed to see at the age of two. And like, you see like torture survivors at the age of two or three or four and that just like, that sticks in your brain and you know that could be you mm-hmm. at any given time. That's yeah. why I'm Bennifer, but we <laughs> love it. But so, so that was hard. Um, and then as an adult, I think um, like personally, I've experienced just a lot of like negative things about missions. Like people would tell me like, oh, you're throwing your life away or, oh, you, you know, you should, you should do this or you should do this. And you're 19 and you're throwing your life away. Yeah. But I think that's so wrong because Jesus is so worthy and everybody's path looks different. Some people go to college, some people don't. And as long as you're walking what the Lord has for you, that's the correct path. And you can't float, throw your life away when you're walking with him. Yeah. Wow. Okay, as an as an adult now, like we we talked about a little bit about your your childhood admissions now. So as like an adult that has been to Africa, wherever else you've been, sure you've been wherever. Um, as an as an adult, what has been the hardest part? Like, is it um, like money wise, like financially raising money? Is it still like the trauma coming back up every once in a while? What would you say is like the hardest part as now an adult moving into the next phase of missions yeah. kind of separate from your family? Good question. Um, yeah, finances has not really been something that I've worried about a lot because I've I've seen the Lord faithfully provide like over and over and over again. Yeah. Just crazy situations. So that's never really on my mind. But I think as an adult, it's been navigating seasons of exhaustion and you could say burnout I guess in in some sense and navigating the disappointment that also comes because a lot of people just see missions and they go on like short-term mission trips and they're like oh my gosh it's so fun and I just I got to do all these things but then when you when you do it long term and it lasts longer than three months or six months yeah you have to get to a point of recognizing that you know you're not the savior but jesus is and that Mm -hmm. um 
you know, you can't help everybody. And that if you have that expectation of yourself, you're going to deal with disappointment, exhaustion, burnout. But this, like, it sounds really negative. Yeah, we <laughs> like missions. so negative. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, guys, be missionaries. It's good, it's good, it's fun, <laughs> it's awesome, <laughs> I promise. But, um, yes, I think as an adult that has been rough is, is coming to terms with those seasons of, like, wilderness seasons in a sense, I guess. Yeah. This is probably the most intense question you've ever had yet. So just brace oh yourself, okay? Because if you can't, if you can't answer, body? yeah, if we're going back to the squat. No, if you can't answer this question, I understand. <laughs> but here it is. Okay, Glennifer will try. Glennifer needs to try her hardest. Okay, how many languages do you speak fluently? Oh wow! What's, yeah, I don't know if I'm emotionally ready to like really conquer that. I know it's question. I, I don't at this time. Yeah, just you know what? Just forget. I need it. to go pray about it. Yeah, have yeah. fast for forty days. Um. <laughs> so, I speak uh, three languages fluently, and I understand because a lot of Central Asia, Same, a right? lot of languages, um, or originate from a specific like mother language which i speak so i speak the mother language so i can speak most of the languages i can understand most of the languages in the area yeah um so fluently i speak three languages but i understand like a whole bunch six yeah six or seven yeah that's sweet wow after that emotional roller coaster um (laughs) i have a i have a i have a couple more questions these ones are a little bit more serious so What is the biggest um, reward or the best, like what's the, what's the best part about being a missionary? Like what makes you want to keep doing it? Oh my gosh, I love this question. Um, so if, you, if you're called to missions, nothing in your life will satisfy you like walking in that calling with the Lord. And so you can try to run away from it. You can be like Jonah, running away from Nineveh, you know, trying trying to do your own thing, thinking that you can twist it. And if you if you work hard enough, if you get like a really good degree and you work hard enough, not to say that you don't you shouldn't go to college if you want to do missions. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. But if you you can try and like work hard and run away from it, but if the calling on your life is missions, nothing in this life is going to satisfy it like missions does. Yeah. And like. I'm like getting emotional because I love missions so much. I love it so much. It absolutely like sets my soul on fire. That's so dramatic and so like cliche, but like really that's the only <laughs> way I can describe it. Yeah. <laughs> like when I'm when I'm in missions, I'm so happy because I'm walking in what the Lord has has for me. Mm-hmm. And I would so much rather be walking in what he has for me and like face challenges and kind of like have an easier life and walk outside of the will of the Lord. Yeah. But missions missions is awesome because you get to you get to travel and you get to oh yeah, you get to travel and you get to meet all these different people from all these different walks of life and you get to be part of something like you get to be part of of God's kingdom in a really special way. And so you get to be part of something that's so much more bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just Oh, I love missions. Okay, I don't know if that was a good answer. I feel even, like even though, so much on my mind. Yeah, <laughs> even though you only have a 50% chance of getting a porcelain toilet, it's still worth it. 
Hey, I prefer the squatting, okay? If I have a choice, I prefer the squatting. Yeah, you're 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 weird like that, so that's alright. You know what? Okay. Hey, teach their own, I guess. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the greatest that's the greatest reward you think. Um my next question. My next question. My next okay. question. Okay. Sorry, I had to I had to say Gwyneth, it three times. What's her name? Gwyneth? For a dramatic Gwyneth, effect. What's- Glennifer. Okay, I heard what you said. Glennifer. Glennifer Heard. No, Glennifer. Glen- Glennifer. I don't know. I need to stop referring to myself in third person. It's just because Glennifer is not my name. It sounds weird. Yeah. Okay, no, keep just, going. You just adopt it as your own. Okay. I promise it's a... I well, hate it, though. I can't, no, I can't a, do that. It's a well-respected but... name here in Canada, so... Don't, mm, don't be, we'll see. I'm not in Canada, but... Don't be disrespecting the, the, the name like that. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. I repent. Thank I you. repent. Thank you. I forgive you and God forgives you. Um, so, <laughs> come on, church. Okay. I, I guess I can't ask that. Never mind. What were you going to ask? Just let me hear it, because right now it's safe, and you can cut it out if it's not right. I was going to say, what what has been your favorite, like, missions moment? I guess I can, I guess I can ask that. A good question. Yeah, well, what's um, been your favorite missions moment? Okay, so this is my favorite missions moment was probably on outreach when I was there in Africa. Um, and we had these crusades, so it's like Billy Graham style. I don't know if you guys know who he is. I don't know how old these people are, but let's let's listen to this. But if you're in your generation, Billy Graham, look him up. But we love um, Billy Graham here. He had you that sounded so old. Okay, <laughs> okay, we love Billy Graham, amen. Um, <laughs> I, I sound like a 30-year-old, like, DTS speaker. Okay, anyway. I'm dead, um, Billy Graham style, like, open-air preaching, worship, and it was crazy. We'd have this ministry time where you get to pray for people. And I remember just being, like, so shocked at how I would pray for people in English. They don't speak a word of English there. And they you could see the Holy Spirit just touching them, and they would begin to cry or... Yeah, you can just see them touching. Okay, okay, thinking. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, oh, take all the time you need. My, I, my brain just like stopped working right there for a second. Like Basically, the, the Holy Spirit lives. It is the heat, I swear. The Holy Spirit lives so like inside of you. And so when you pray for somebody, his power crosses those language barriers and it doesn't stop him, doesn't contain him. And like the Lord ministers to that person with what you're saying, like in English, even though they don't speak English. And so that was my favorite, just to like, because it just shows how powerful he is, how powerful his name is, and how it crosses language barriers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love like ministry time where you get to pray for people. It's my favorite. Yeah, dude, ministry time is super alpha. Honestly, so much fun, especially in Africa. Yeah. Ministry time gets wild over there. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's 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 go there. Go there. Let's go okay. there. Okay. Okay. So in the Bible, in the Bible, where are you there, going? There, oh, we're going there. We're going there. Um, okay. Where do okay. you live? What's your address? No. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> <laughs> in the Bible, there's this there's this crazy thing called the great the great commission. Yes. You know, go and we make love disciples. The great we love the great commission. Go and make disciples of all Amen. nations. So here, here's her. my here's my question for you. A. Yeah. How do people get involved? in the great commission or sorry let's let's just even go back what is the great commission we'll start with that what is the great commission 
The Great Commission is the Great Commission. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. Wow, Sorry, great answer. Good the job. Great All right, and that's the end of the podcast, guys. Uh, <laughs> come back next. <laughs> the Great Commission is is what Jesus says. Okay, help me out if I'm wrong, Matt. No, I will. I'll, I'll make I sure like your Bible knowledge is, is a lot better yeah. than mine. No, I got you. Oh, um, you don't use that Matt letter, but it's fine. We don't talk about it. <laughs> the Great Commission. The Great. His blue is my favorite one. Okay. The Great Commission is where Jesus, um, it's before he's like sending into heaven and he says, go make disciples of all the nations. And so basically it is like his last command to us is to go make disciples of all the nations. And then in Acts, which like follows that, um, is kind of like the blueprint for that. And it talks about the Holy Spirit and how, you know, he comes and lives inside of us and he's our helper, like all this stuff. It's great. Awesome. You should yeah. read it. Acts is amazing. Come on. Um, but basically, that's the Great Commission is the call to missions. And like personally, um, I think that like everybody is called to missions. And it can be like it can be in your hometown. It can be in the country that you live. It can be somewhere crazy. It doesn't have to be somewhere crazy, but it can be. Mm-hmm. And I think that like it's our duty. It's our job. And it, it's something that the Lord has put, like marked our generation with, is the Great Commission. Um, and so, how do you get involved in missions? Yeah, how? DTS. Yeah. Come do, come do YWAM. Come on. Come do YWAM. I love YWAM. Do I YWAM. grew up. Okay. How much of this can I say? I grew up in YWAM. Um, it's youth with a mission, so it's it's one of the biggest mission organizations in the world, and um, there's so much freedom when you work with them. They don't tell you like, oh, you have to go to the academy like a lot of other mission organizations do. They let you walk with like with what the Lord is telling you and walk out in the authority of like the words that he's giving you. So if you feel like you have to go to like Baghdad, Iraq, you go to Baghdad, Iraq. Like that's it. Like they will send you and they will support you. And there's community like the community is so important. And so they send you with teams so you're never alone you're never by yourself because that's when it can get a little bit sketchy is when missionaries are like by themselves for like years and years and years mm. and you're like Ahaha, are you okay <laughs> so you good? it's great <laughs> you good um and so it's amazing i just i love why i'm so much their heart for prayer and worship and intercession and the great commission like it's amazing i would recommend it to anybody and so you can get involved in ywam by doing a discipleship training school um, that's how Matt and I met actually was at ours in Kona, Hawaii. For real? And so it's really awesome. It's like six months, three months of lecture phase where you go through like, I literally feel like they flip your life upside down. <laughs> like yeah. all the junk comes out and all the good stuff comes inside. And it's amazing. I felt like a completely different person. And then you do three months of outreach, which we went to Africa. Um, and you just, you kind of learn a little bit of the basics of missions and you get to have a little bit of a taste. And it really just opens up doors to to more missions and to a lifetime in missions. Um, so that's how you can get involved with yeah. missions. I love missions. It's not an, this is not an ad, by the way. It's not a it's not an ad. Yeah, I promise. Glennifer Glennifer's not so getting much. paid for this. Glennifer's missionary she doesn't get paid, buddy. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll say I think this this will be kind of the final question unless something else you say is controversial and i have to call you out on your theology but um this is this is this is is probably the most one of the most practical kind of relevant questions so 
of course, not everyone is called to Baghdad, Iraq, 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 whatever. However you however uh-huh. you say, not everyone's called to uh-huh. um, the pygmy nations in the Ugandan forest. Um, how <laughs> how would someone who feels like they're called to just a regular kind of nine to five job to support missionaries? How would someone like that get involved in missions, in ministry, stuff like that? Oh my gosh, give me your email so you can support me. Just kidding. Come on, bro. Um, give me that like, money. Real, if you want it. If you want it, I need the money. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> should I like drop it down below? <laughs> yeah, uh, like, the link in the description for, for Glennifer's... Link in the description? Yeah. For... <laughs> okay, so the question is, how can you incorporate missions into a 9-to-5 job? Or like, yeah, what was into the just, or even, in, even into like being a student in just like an average okay. Canadian lifestyle. Yeah, so missions, a lot of times people think it can only be, like, crazy things. Like, Hudson Taylor in, like, China with a braid, like, dying. Like, no, that doesn't have to be crazy. (laughs) It can be crazy, but it doesn't have to be that, like, out there. And I actually hate that stereotype because it creates, like, segregation between missionaries and people who who aren't, like, on the crazy mission field. Yeah. And, like, everywhere is a mission field. And I think the, the part how you can, like build that bridge and bring that to your day-to-day life is like intimacy with god because that's what missions that's how you that's how you are successful as a missionary is if you are so intimate with god yeah like you have to be honest about and that's what i love about missions too is you get to you get to know god in these crazy places like you get to know him in like really deep valleys and you get to know him like on really high mountain tops and He's just your best friend. Okay, but anyway, back to the, to the real question. Um, you can incorporate it by just seeking out intimacy with God, running after Him, seeking His face, just reading the Bible, speaking to Him, asking Him to speak to you, listening to what He has to say to you. God actually has a lot to say. It's just like a matter of us like listening or not listening yeah. to Him or giving Him a chance to speak. And so you can, you can do missions like on a college campus. You can do missions... In high school, you can do missions with your neighbor. It's just, it's baseline servanthood leadership. Yeah. And so it's not about going, it, it, it is about going and like proclaiming gospel. Like where I live, I literally cannot go into the street and start preaching. Yeah. I will be like stoned and like killed and like raped, all these things. And so a lot of times that's what it looks like. But a lot of times it's just being the least of of everybody like being the least of these it's about loving people unconditionally about going out of your way to serve them because that's going to draw people and they're going to be like oh he or she has something that i don't have like nobody loves me as well as so and so does and that's honestly jesus like flowing through you and giving you the capacity to go that low and to be that low yeah does that make sense yeah so like that's what i would say that's great so it starts with you you know starts at the, yeah. in the in the private place the quiet place Start. reading your bible praying <laughs> come on it starts in the secret place yeah it starts in the no secret it does place. yeah everything flows from intimacy with the lord come on church that is that is and the nobody's gospel. gonna give you that no what missions yeah basically do missions come to ywm even if you don't want to do long-term missions come to ywm it's only six months that's true that's true. Yeah, I don't. I thought I had another question, but I honestly, I really, I really don't. 
I think I think mm-hmm. we answered every single question about question about missions ever. So no one will, no one will no one will ever have any questions about missions ever after this episode is released. <laughs> ever period. There will be no questions. Amen. Well, uh, actually, That's you know, we'll, we'll end it with one more question, just because I'm curious. Um, what's your okay. What's your favorite? No, I'm insecure because I thought I answered all the questions. No, this one's not a missions. It's question. fine. It's fine. What is your favorite North American food? <gasps> okay, you guys have really good like desserts. Okay. Like really good desserts. Also, oh my gosh, pork. Duh. Okay, I always like forget about that. Pork. <laughs> so I live in. Okay, I need to be careful. Okay. Whoops, I almost slipped up. I live in a Muslim country, and so for Muslims, they can't eat pork because it's like unclean. And so most of my life, no pork. Never. Mm. Ever. It's not here. Like yeah. once we brought in pork from a Western country, and we were cooking in our kitchen, and our neighbor told on us because you know pork smells different. Yeah. And so they told the whole neighborhood that we were like pigs. Kind of embarrassing. <laughs> wow. Anyway, don't do that. If you live in a Muslim country, don't bring pork in from no, outside. They're no gonna pork. know. Yeah. No pork. So like bacon, I piss, crispy piece of bacon, it's different. Wow. But also, you guys have really great desserts. You know, American food. I mean, like North American food. It's just, it's really good. You yeah. Know? Well, mostly because it's like all fake, of it's really good. But yeah. It's all yeah, like super like bad for you. Yeah. Your digestive system, speaking firsthand, but like it's great for yeah. like five minutes, and then you have to like run to the porcelain just, toilet. Just yeah, or the squatty potty, depending on where you are. Sprint. Fifty percent chance. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well. Glennifer, Glennifer, thank you so much for being on this podcast. I know, talking about missions, um, it's fun. It's hard though, but it's worth it. Missions is worth it. Go do missions. But yes, Glennifer, I keep almost saying your your real name. I'm like almost there, but I but I won't. (laughs) We're almost at the end. But Glennifer, please don't. Thank you so much, BPU. If you want to get oh, go ahead. Yeah, my name is a lot better than Glennifer. So, I don't know. I don't I think promise. it's that good. I, I think it's like name. maybe an it's like maybe an okay name. I like Glennifer more. Okay. But okay, Matt. How many Matts do I know? Like a hundred. Okay. Anyway, wow. point. Sorry, <clears throat> that was mean. That was mean. Yeah, you I need repent. to repent. Thank you. I forgive you, and God forgives you. Jeez. Thank you. But yes, Glennifer. Glennifer, you've been amazing. I'm sure everyone who listens to this this episode will be just in awe of missions. Want to go in missions. And if they have yes, more questions, if they have more questions, I will, I will send the questions to you, and we'll have more answers. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, but yeah, we, uh, okay. we thank you so much. We'll be praying for you and your your missions endeavors. Thank you. Um, and we yeah. uh, we'll we'll see you later. Yeah.